Please listen to the following announcements concerning the renumbering of 2021 and 2022 podcasts. This episode was originally published in June of 2022, but it is now being reassigned to October 2022. While listening, please disregard all references to dates. The material itself is still very relevant. Going forward all the earlier issues will be reassigned to the year 2022. In 2023, the format will start with January being issue number one of volume two and each year will only have 10 issues. July and August will be planning and study months. I believe this make this podcast stronger and easier to follow. Your host. Everyone, in the sound of my voice, come to the mountaintop with Jesus. Hello. This is the Mountaintop with Jesus podcast, and this is your host. Today, for June 1st, 2022, we'll be discussing the emotional underpinnings of assignments and decisions during difficult times, but with the relationship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father is our Father, and our Holy Spirit is the communicator. I'm glad you're with us today. Thank you for being here. I think you'll really enjoy this, and it's a little extra long, but I think it has a lot of meat to it. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask Him to bless our time today. Father, we thank you for time to come together, for to talk about you and share about you and Understand how much you want us to be your children and you to be our Father, loving, caring, holding our hand. We're your children here on earth and we'll be your children in your home in heaven. We need to understand the depth of the emotional support today for the decisions that we feel you have called us to, or another word might be assignments. So lead us, Lord, to make good decisions solidly based in our Christian faith. And then because of those good and solid decisions, have great emotional support to carry out your assignments. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name, and anoint this Holy Spirit. Amen. This evening, we're going to do something slightly different. I think it's good when we can look ahead and understand what the podcast is going to cover and review it when we get to the end. And so this evening, I'm going to play an audio description, outline, if you will, and it's listed in, and it's listed on our website mountaintop with jesus all lowercase no spaces dot com i think this will give you a outline to begin with and an outline the same one at the end for review so here is the mountaintop with jesus outline for this podcast this is the mountaintop with jesus podcast for June 1, 2022. This month is the discussion of how emotions support decisions which lead to actions. Although a decision may be the first spark toward completing a task or action, 
it must be undergirded with emotion to provide a supportive structure to complete that activity doing it in a quality manner, with a positive attitude. The heading listed in the March episode is, 3. Emotions are the bridges that support actions. And now we start the outline. 1. What is the source for this action? A. Your idea. B. The Lord's leading. C. Discussion with pastor, brother-slash-sisters or scripture reading. D. A Christian book in which the Lord spoke to you directly through the Holy Spirit. E. Maybe even a song. 2. Is this a new action? 3. Is this a long-considered action? A. If so, what has brought you to this point of decision-making? B. Have you prayed, sought advice or simply let it percolate between the Lord and yourself? 4. Have you discussed this action with? A. The Lord, through prayer. B. Your pastor-slash-elder of your church. C. Brothers and sisters in your spiritual family or small group. D. Consulted the Word of God, the Bible to ensure that there are not obvious commandments or advisements concerning what you are considering. E. A Christian expert in the field of this decision. 5. How has the Lord led you in this action? A. Positive affirmation and prayer. B. If you have let this cool for a period of time, did the Lord bring you back to it and nudge you? C. Does something about this keep coming up in your life in ways in which you know it must be the Lord bringing it to your attention? His voice through the Holy Spirit, His Father and your Lord. 6. Do you trust His encouragement to complete this action? A. Read scripture which is encouraging to this activity. B. Learning skills needed to complete action through studying online or in personal training and or books. 7. If He has called you, how will it turn out despite the road to get there? A. What are His promises in the Word? B. Who will go with you? 8. What are your fears, inabilities or hesitations? A. Fears. B. Inabilities. C. Hesitations. Small 1. I can't see the outcome or the other end. Small 2. Will the Lord go with me on this journey? Small 3. I'm not dot dot dot. 9. Who can you share with for support, insight and encouragement? A. The Lord in prayer and seeking Him every step of the way. B. Other like-minded people who are praying, following the Lord, and recommendations they may share with you, which they have received from the Lord, as you proceed in the Lord's assignment. 10. When success greets you at the other end of the project, who will receive the praise and thanks? A. Built an altar of, thanks, like the Old Testament, as a reminder of how your Heavenly Father helped you complete this journey. 11. Will you have grown in your journey with the Lord through difficult times? A. Learn to trust Him in a greater way. B. Learn from mistakes which were made along the way of completing this action. C. Ask Him to keep charting your course and drawing you closer to Him as your Father and Lord by teaching you through the Holy Spirit and new assignments. Well, there's a lot there to discuss this evening, and I'm looking forward to discussing it with you because it is important. Decisions that we make in the Lord need to have a strong foundation. The payoff, when we get to the end, we can discuss the positive emotional supports which are there by the Lord because you have brought the assignment to him or you have heard from him to complete the assignment and you have confirmed it in many ways. And because of that, he promises to go with you. He promises to help you complete it. 
and he promises to give you the knowledge and the know-how to traverse that road to get to the other end of this assignment. So we'll look at each of these aspects as we go along. I will play a piece of the outline, each of the major numbers, and then I will discuss it. Let's get started. 1. What is the source for this action? A. Your idea. B. The Lord's leading. C. Discussion with pastor, brother-slash-sisters or scripture reading. D. A Christian book in which the Lord spoke to you directly through the Holy Spirit. E. Maybe even a song. In number one in this outline, we look at what is the source of the decision you're making. There are actually three source starters, and they put the decision before you. And the three sources are yourself personally in your mind. That's one. You just kind of thought it up. Two, an outside pressure, perhaps a set of opportunities or decisions are before you, and they are outside your control, but you are asked to make a decision for some reason. And three, spiritual decisions. These are decisions that you get during your time of prayer with the Lord. Or you can even get spiritual decisions which are not from the Lord if you're not careful. And so in number one, we are looking at is what is the source for the decision that you have to make. It could be any one of those three input factors that we have discussed here. We are discussing in this number one primarily spiritual sources that are presenting a question to you. Maybe the question is, relating back to where we've been in this series, maybe the question is, how much of a stash do I need? Maybe the question relating to our even earlier sessions is, whom shall join this group? But the decision is before you, regardless of the source of that decision, you have options to make it a good sound decision. Have you talked with your pastor? Or have you talked with other brothers and sisters that know you? Have you talked with small group? And we'll be getting to some of these aspects as we go along. Two, is this a new action? The reason that we're asking if this is a new action, because any action, if you have the luxury should be given the time to explore. Think about it, pray about it, and we're going to talk about that in the next section. But if this is a brand new decision that's before you, if you have the time to turn it over, and, and that's the same way that we are with the Lord. As we develop a relationship and we learn to hear his voice, we will respond much quicker that will move us into a stage when it is less likely as we're maturing in our relationship with the Lord 
for us to miss what the Lord is saying and more likely for us to follow the correct path. 3. Is this a long-considered action? A. If so, what has brought you to this point of decision-making? B. Have you prayed, sought advice, or simply let it percolate between the Lord and yourself? One of the ways that I hear from the Lord is by letting it percolate between me and the Lord. We have talk about it, and I pray about it, and then I might leave that subject for a few days, a few weeks, a couple cases, even a couple years. But the Lord brings me back to it. He perhaps puts a book in my way and says, I'm bringing this back to you. The subject needs to come up again. This is the way it was with survival. Perhaps he would bring to me a speaker on a podcast or a live speaker who would address the subject. Perhaps even on the news or in books, I would feel the nudging of the Holy Spirit and the Lord. So unlike two, three has taken some time and you've been able to hear what the Lord is saying to you. And that's really, really important because you're going to need confidence in that as you proceed forward. There are many ways. It could be a Bible study, and you see a connection in Scripture to the question you're asking the Lord. It could be brothers and sisters. Whatever it is, the Lord keeps bringing him back to it, saying, look at this. It's important. And again, as we learn to hear the voice of the Lord, I think we'll come back less and less often, or we will hear the voice and be more positive of it faster. And that's our relationship that is being built where we hear the Lord speaking to us through the Holy Spirit. Four, have you discussed this action with? A, the Lord, through prayer. B, your pastor slash elder of your church. C, brothers and sisters in your spiritual family or small group. D, consulted the Word of God, the Bible to ensure that there are not obvious commandments or advisements concerning what you are considering. E, a Christian expert in the field of this decision. In this section, we're looking at groups or individuals that you can go to and discuss the pending decision that's before you, the pending assignment that's before you, and allow those groups or individuals to have an input. Now, I am a firm believer that their input shouldn't be in order and that their input should be something you take to the Lord and you hear his voice because that is how you're going to grow in the Lord. So these are just checkpoints for you to kind of check. I especially want to draw your attention to the one where you, as much as possible, can check Scripture and make sure that you are not doing something which is against the Word of God. Now, I know in many cases you can make the Word of God say anything you want by picking one verse out of the whole Bible and pinning your hopes on that one verse. Don't do that. 
But if in reading the Word of God you see a trend or a specific no-no, like the Ten Commandments, then I think that has to stand muster with the decision that you're considering, an assignment that you think the Lord is calling you to. If it's in his will, you will be blessed. So make sure. And that's the goal of this particular section right here. 5. How has the Lord led you in this action? A. Positive affirmation and prayer. B. If you have let this cool for a period of time, did the Lord bring you back to it and nudge you? C. Does something about this keep coming up in your life in ways in which you know it must be the Lord bringing it to your attention? His voice through the Holy Spirit, His Father and your Lord. I want to share something here. Many, many times I will put something aside and the Lord will bring it up in a way as I've indicated, perhaps a book, perhaps a play, perhaps scripture reading, perhaps a number of different things. But there are things that came right out of the blue at me. In other words, I didn't necessarily go seeking them because I had laid that decision before the Lord and wanted to know what he wanted and expected that he would talk to me about it. And as I said, this survival thing was one of those things he just kept bringing me back to in ways that I just knew it had to be the Lord. And that is the point of this section. Where do you receive an instruction that you know that the Lord is trying to speak to you very, very clearly? I hope you get to the point where through the Holy Spirit you hear the Lord's voice. Just today I had something happen to me. I was going to give somebody something and be charitable and all that, and then I stopped. And I said, Lord, is this just my humanness and I want to look cool in front of this person? If you don't want me to do this, I need to know that this is not something you want me to do. And the Lord closed the doors for me to be able to give this item to this person. And I said, Lord, that is cool. You answered my prayer. And I didn't do something just to make me look cool. But in fact, in the decision, I was seeking your wisdom. And so these subsections in this section are set forth as ways that you can confirm what direction you believe the Lord is calling you to and or your assignment that he's calling you to. Six. Do you trust his encouragement to complete this action? A. Read scripture which is encouraging to this activity. B. Learning skills needed to complete action through studying online or in personal training and or books. Well, now this is where the rubber meets the road. Do you trust him? Do you trust him enough that even if you were to make a mistake in the decision or the assignment that you thought you heard, and that wasn't where he wanted you to be or go, that he would love you enough to simply guide you and correct you, not abuse you, not punish you because you just didn't hear him right. No, God is not that kind of a God. He's a God of love. And if you pray and you seek him, 
he will speak to you. And even if you get it wrong, he will lead you, correct you, and protect you as much as if you'd gotten the right decision, and he will lead you back on track to where he wants you to go. He is a master of making good out of our mistakes. And so this is where we start to ask the more difficult questions here. Do you trust him? Do you trust yourself in your relationship with him that it is loving enough that even if you don't get it right, he will bless your open ears and open heart and open eyes to his Holy Spirit and his son's salvation to you? That's what's important, and that's what's a part of this section. Do you trust him? 7. If he has called you, how will it turn out despite the road to get there? A. What are his promises in the word? B. Who will go with you? Now we start to get into some of the emotional underpinnings of your decision and your assignment. If you have followed steps one through six, and now we're at seven, and you are making the decision to follow this road or follow this assignment that he has given you, what do you know about how it will turn out? Well, you know quite a few things, actually. Number one, you know the Lord will be with you. Every step of the way, he will be with you because he has called you to this assignment and you've done your homework and laid the base and you know that the Lord will be with you. And that's important because you're going to get in positions and part of this assignment and like Abraham, you're going to go, Lord, I'm just out here in the desert. I don't know where I'm going, but I know you're with me. Lord, I thought you wanted me to do this and everything's falling apart, but if I know for certain I've set a good base and I heard your voice and, yeah, I'm, I know you're with me. I know you're going to be with me no matter what the road brings. And that's kind of like our relationship with the Lord here on earth as we prepare for heaven. We don't know how long we'll be here, how we're going to transition from here to heaven. We don't know that. But we can trust him that he is always with us. And this road called our earthly life will be a way that we practice listening for his voice and obeying his words and completing his assignments and loving his people, all people. Sharing the gospel as we go, that's the road. Eight, what are your fears, inabilities, or hesitations? A, fears. B. Inabilities. C. Hesitations. Small 1. I can't see the outcome or the other end. Small 2. Will the Lord go with me on this journey? Small 3. I'm not dot dot dot. Well, this one's a big one. It's big because it stops us. It's big because it jumps up in our way and says, no, you can't. And it throws in doubts. Fears. I don't know how to do this. Aaron was given the 
charge to speak for Moses because Moses said, I'm not a good talker. I can't handle this, Father. What are you calling me for? I'm, I, I can't do this. Your hesitations. Well, Lord, I guess I better learn a whole lot of stuff if I'm going to do this. Now, while learning is a good thing, if you're being called to carry out something that requires skills, you can get so wound up in the learning of the skills that you never get to the doing of the assignment. And your hesitations? I don't know what's going to happen at the other end. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I'm not dot, dot, dot. I'm not able to talk. I'm not able to lead people. I'm not able to organize things. Are you kidding? I can't even organize my room. Uh, Lord, I'm just not able. I'm just not, not, not. And you make up all these reasons not to follow what God wants you to do. And the problem is, by not following, you miss out on a lot of blessings. Would you rather not see the miracles of God, or would you rather see the miracles of God and have your relationship strengthened by seeing those miracles? And so as you stand up and say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you're closing a door on seeing God up close experiencing the Lord and the Holy Spirit working in your life in such a way that, man, you're just excited about seeing what they're doing, what the next assignment is going to be. Oh, sure, there's the human grime and, and travail and, and, you know, it's just work. It's just uh, a need to be disciplined to stay at the task. And that's why it's so important for you to hear the message clearly and to not throw the doubts in the way, but to trust Jesus. If he calls you to this assignment, he will give you the skills either beforehand or he will teach you while you are completing the assignment. That's okay. It's cool to be mentored by God. It's cool to be taught by my Father. I love my Father to teach me things here on earth, and I love my Heavenly Father to teach me some things also. I love that closeness. I am blessed by that closeness. 9. Who can you share with for support, insight, and encouragement? A. The Lord in prayer and seeking Him every step of the way. B. Other like-minded people who are praying, following the Lord, and recommendations they may share with you, which they have received from the Lord, as you proceed in the Lord's assignment. As you go along, you're going to need encouragement. You're going to feel like sometimes you have stepped into the pond of quicksand, and you're going to need a lot of help, a lot of encouragement. These are some avenues that you can find encouragement Sometimes you just need people who think like you, your brothers and sisters, who have the same Holy Spirit nudging them and leading them. You don't want the doubters and the doubting Thomases in there mucking up your assignment by no-nos and you can't 
I can't believe you're doing this. You just may want brothers and sisters, pastors, elders from a church, the Bible. God will in person deliver encouragement to you. And these are sources that I have listed that you can use for your encouragement so that you can face the trudgery or drudgery of completing your assignment. 10. When success greets you at the other end of the project, who will receive the praise and thanks? A. Built an altar of thanks, like the Old Testament, as a reminder of how your Heavenly Father helped you complete this journey. During the treks of the great saints of the Old Testament, when they reached a place that marked a great achievement or a passage of a great portion of the assignment or even the end of the assignment, they would often erect a marker. And they would give the marker a name, a godly name. God was here. God was with us. God helped me. And we need to erect these markers in our life, you will reach the other end. If the other end is even home in heaven, you will successfully complete the assignment that you've been given. And when you get there, praise God, if it's here on earth, erect an, a marker, a mental marker, and remember that day, take a day off and spend a day in praising God. A physical marker, maybe it's a place where you put in a stone or a tree or something, and you put a sign on it that says, this is where God brought me. This was here at the completion of my assignment. God led me. Now, there's two reasons. One, to help you in your life mark that point. Give thanks to the Lord. And the other reason is... That marker may be a spokesman of the Lord to other people. And they say, well, if God can achieve those kinds of things in his or her life, well, I want to know more about that. When you complete your assignment, the temptation is going to be to talk about all that you did. And while I believe in giving a person the credit for their effort that goes into something, the achievement, the ability to stay with it or stick with it is from Jesus. The ability to know how to accomplish that assignment in the best way is from Jesus. And so don't just pat yourself on the back and go on. Pat Jesus on the back and thank him for all he has done for you. And then you can say, as I often say, I am a blessed man. 11. Will you have grown in your journey with the Lord through difficult times? A. Learn to trust Him in a greater way. B. Learn from mistakes which were made along the way of completing this action. C. Ask Him to keep charting your course and drawing you closer to Him as your Father and Lord by teaching you through the Holy Spirit and new assignments. You ever look at a son's face when he's worked with his father? And now he knows how to build a treehouse. 
He's learned a lot of things in building that treehouse, how to pound nails, how to make the boards straight, how to make sure that he doesn't use too thin of boards or too thick of boards. Or a son who's handed the keys, or daughter, who's handed the keys to the car, and they now can drive. And their mom or dad has trusted them with such a great responsibility. This is how each assignment ends. We grow in our relationship with God the Father. And we smile. And we say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for guiding me through this and completing this assignment. Now, Lord... I stand ready for the next, or maybe I'm already in the midst of the next assignment. But that's how we grow. That's how we deepen this relationship with the Lord. And the next section, I'm just going to outline a few conclusions as to the emotional supports that you now have, which will undergird your decisions and your assignments through Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit because you laid a good foundation, because you learned to listen for his advice, because you learned to obey his word and assignment, because you learned to not only hear him but to laugh with him not only to grow with him, but to complete a project with him and smile as a child of God. Oh, that's a wonderful feeling. Well, we finally come to the point in the section called Conclusions of this emotional support of the bridge that you are building. May that bridge be an assignment or a decision that you must stand by and act out. You laid a good base for the bridge. It's got great foundations. You put up girders for the bridge. That's the others that helped you along the way. You made a great top for the bridge. That's your relationship with the Lord, and you walk on that relationship, and you walk across the bridge. Now, what are your emotional payoffs, if you will? I mentioned when we began this episode, you're at peace. God called you. You're strengthened. God will teach you. You're cheerful because you won't be weighed down by the devil and his tricks. You're obstinate in your willingness to complete the project because you know Jesus is walking every step of the way. And like him carrying the cross to complete his assignment, you are carrying the burden of walking with Jesus 
so that your reward will be a glorious home with the Lord in which you and the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit can go, yeah, that was a great time. Thank you, Father. That was a great time. And you see, you're learning something about your heavenly life and how it's going to be. You can smile because you know whether it ends here on earth by you going to heaven or it ends by you completing the assignment, you win either way. And you can smile. Oh, it's tough. It's not easy to get up and face it. Come on, let's be honest. But you can smile even through that. And you can thank Jesus for being your salvation. He is the only one that's made this relationship possible with God the Father by his death upon the cross and by your willingness to admit your sin, ask Jesus into your life as the only way of forgiveness of that sin, confess Jesus to yourself and to others, and then listen for his voice and his instruction. Now, I can't think of better emotional outcomes. And because you're happy and because you've known all that I've shared here in conclusions, you're going to complete this assignment with a quality of smile, with a quality of earnestness, with a quality of commitment that you would not have if you did not have the emotions of the assurances that we have developed through your decision-making, your listening, and your following in this Mountaintop with Jesus podcast. Thank you for joining us. Please have a blessed month.